welcome to the Business Finishing School Financial Battleship Strategy Call. My name is Kristen Kolka. I'm with Living Wealthy Financial Group. And joining me on the call today is Teresa Kuhn. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing Module 12, Lifelong Investing Success. And our topic today is how you can create your own line of credit. Welcome to the call, Teresa. Thank you so much, Kristen. I am happy as always to be here sharing with the Business Finishing School community. Absolutely. So let's start off the call today, Teresa, by defining a um, financial battleship strategy. What is the financial battleship strategy? The financial battleship strategy is basically working with a specially designed whole life insurance policy that gives our members the opportunity to save money safely and securely, growing it tax, uh, typically in a tax favored basis, and following along with Rick. Um, barbell strategy, having money that's safe and secure on the one hand, and having the business provide uh, income and provide wealth instead of, instead of having all of one's assets um, at risk. And so for simplicity's sake, for our conversation today, instead of saying business, uh, the battleship financial strategy or a whole life insurance policy that's specially designed, why don't we just refer to it as the policy? That way it's, it's going to be a lot easier to articulate. Yep, absolutely. Financial battleship strategy can be quite a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> and while we're, while we're defining terms for the call today, uh, we are going to be discussing how you can use your policy as a line of credit. Um, so, Teresa, what is a line of credit? Well, a line of credit, uh, most people know it as um, basically like money on demand that's offered by a bank or a financial institution. And it's uh, money, a line of credit that's been determined ahead of time. Uh, typically, you've got to apply for it. Um, from a business perspective, uh, businesses apply for it. They've got to jump through considerable hoops. Uh, banks want to see financial statements. They want to see ongoing financial statements, typically on a quarterly basis. Um, many people understand lines of credit from their home being uh, collateral. So it could be like an equity line of credit. And typically, once a line of credit has been established or a home equity line of credit has been established for the home, um, you've got to qualify and then you don't have to continue uh, qualifying for it on a regular basis. Um, interest rate could be variable, especially if it's a business line of credit. The home line of credit typically is not. And uh, from a business line of credit perspective, once you do borrow against it, um, you're making minimal payments or interest only payments. Uh, so in a nutshell, that's basically what a line of credit is. Got it. And there's many advantages to using a line of credit that can be very appealing to uh, business owners. So what are some of those advantages? 
Well, from a payment perspective, it can be, you know, really flexible, uh, allowing someone to deal with occasional cash flow issues. Um, they can be less expensive than other alternatives. If you've got like uh, a hard money lender, right, that you've got to pay uh, a higher interest to, uh, it's convenient to use. You typically have access to it through uh, online um banking, you can transfer money from a line of credit to your checking account. A lot of businesses do that. Uh, otherwise, it's just a, a transfer to even a debit card or uh, a checking account. Got it. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. It can definitely be very flexible and easy access to money for business owners, especially. But there are some disadvantages to using that line of credit. And so what are some of the disadvantages that we've seen our clients run into? Well, they are sometimes difficult to get, especially from a business perspective, if there's not a, a home that's being used or real estate that's being used for collateral. A lot of hoops to jump through. And we have clients that have um, employees that are you know, spending a lot of time on a quarterly basis uh, gathering up the data and giving the financial statements that the banks require to keep that line of credit open. You know, the lender sets and can change the rules for the line of credit. Uh, and many times, um, you know, most people don't read the fine print when they're setting up the line of credit, right? Just think about the last time you got a mortgage on your home and you were at the title company signing the mortgage documents. Were you reading the fine print on those documents or did you have an attorney review the fine print on those documents? And Kristen, I would uh, assume that that's the case 99.9% .9 of the time, right? Oh, everyone reads the fine print. <laughs> it's very entertaining. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. But what happens if you've got an issue with a paragraph or a section of that fine print, right? Can you go to the lender or can you go to the mortgage company and say, you know, I have an issue with this. Can you please just take it off the documents and we'll go ahead and, and close the loan? Oh, sure. The bank would love that. Right. They're very exactly. accommodating. Extremely accommodating, especially with the line of credit for business. Uh, you know, your attorney might have all sorts of issues with that line of credit. And if you want that line of credit, there's no negotiating, right? And one of the big surprises that our clients had back in 2008 when they worked with the line of credit as a reserve for their cash, right, or as a reserve for cash flow, um, was the fact that the banks closed their line of credit. Kristen, why don't you speak to that? Because that was a crazy, crazy time for many of our clients. Right, absolutely. Uh, many banks reached out to their clients during those, those times and either told them, you know, hey, we're no longer doing business in your industry, or hey, credit is tight, and we're going to have to call your line of credit. And what that meant for those business owners is that they no longer had access to that money and they actually were forced to pay back that line of credit, uh, sometimes in as little as three to five years. 
That's exactly right. And our clients were shocked that they could do this. Um, and really, it is in the fine print. Banks can do anything that they want with whatever money they, they lend you. And it has nothing to do with your credit worthiness. It has nothing to do with whether you jump through hoops or not. If you don't jump through the hoops, you're going to close the line of credit. But if you did and you expected that line of credit to be there, it wasn't. And that was a big shocker for our clients. And... Since then, uh, many of our clients appreciate uh, using a line of credit, using their policies that we mentioned early on, right, as their line of credit. So why don't we go um, into that right now? It's really firing your banker and becoming your own line of credit for your business and personal expenses. And so, Kristen, how does a business owner do this? Right. Well, the first step is to capitalize your policy. And capitalizing it really means funding the policy, building up the cash value inside the policy. Once you've done that, you can borrow against your cash value and you can pay it back on your terms. And there's no hoops to jump through. There's no qualifications. As long as you have the cash inside your policy, you can borrow between 85 and 90% of it. And this is even true for the very first payment. As soon as you make a payment into the policy, the way we structure these policies, you've got cash value that you can start using right away. And we actually have a, a case, um, a case study that we'd like to just go over quickly because we're running out of time. Uh, one of our case studies where a client was using a line of credit to do real estate investing, um, finding and flipping houses. And he was 45 years old and wanted about $500,000 or half a million dollar line of credit to use for uh, finding and flipping these houses. And so even though he had the line of credit with his bank, he was very concerned about them uh, closing that line of credit and not having it available. And so he wanted a secure and reliable access to cash on his terms without having to pay the hard money lending interest expense, which those in the real estate world know could be anywhere between 12, 15, or 18%. So he decided to fund a policy with 150000 per year for four years. And then after that, continued to put about $30,000 a year until he turned 65. And Kristen, tell us what the numbers look like. Absolutely. So the very first year, he put that $150,000 in and he had $115,000 of cash value that he could use immediately. Plus, he created an asset, a life insurance policy with a $3.7 million death benefit. By the fourth year, he grew his cash value to $562,000. And so if he can access 85 to 90% of that, that gives him half a million dollars that he can use inside his policy. And so by year four, he's accomplished that goal of creating his own half a million line of credit. If he were to continue to pay that $30,000 for the next 16 years uh, until he turns 65, 
uh, he would continue to grow the cash value, increasing the amount that's available for him to borrow again, and also increasing his death benefit. By the time he's 65, he has $1.7 million of cash value and a $4 million death benefit. So not only, Teresa, can he use this policy for the line of credit inside his business, but now when he's ready uh, for retirement, he has a pile of cash that he can use to create a stream of income from, and he can take $85,000 from that policy each year, income tax-free under current tax laws. And really, he could use that money not only for real estate, but to pay for his kids' college if he wanted to, to improve his own house if he wanted to, to invest in something completely different. The money that he has in his line of credit is not an either-or. You know, I put the money in the policy and I can just use it for real estate flipping. If he had a line of credit specifically for real estate and the collateral was real estate, he could only use that money for real estate. And with using it with the policy, he wasn't limited to just the real estate. He can do anything that he wanted to. And one of the coolest features of the policy is the fact that while he has the money out invested in the real estate, the money or wherever, right, he was to borrow it, it is still working for him in his policy. He is double dipping on every dollar that is um, being used for the real estate. It's invested in the real estate and growing for him with the real estate and also working for him in the policy. I don't believe there's another safe money strategy that has your dollars working harder for you than with the policy. Absolutely. And if I can add another and in there, because that's the greatest thing about these policies is that it's and, and, and. Even if he used that policy for the retirement income, at age 85, he still has over a million dollars in death benefit, plus he has access to up to $500,000 if he was suffering from a chronic illness, a critical illness, or a terminal illness. It's fantastic. And really, he's got access to those benefits. He's got the death benefit from day one. He's got access to the cash. He's got access to um, money if he has a major uh, health issue. So he's got access to all of that day one. It's just by the time he's 85, he's, t he's taken the $1.7 in income, tax favored, meaning um, because he took it out the right way, he doesn't have to pay taxes on it plus almost a, almost a million in cash and another million 160,000 for his family and money for you know long-term care if he needs it or whatever. I mean it's it really is fantastic. So what were his options to begin with? Take out a line of credit from the bank and be subject to the whims of the bank and everything that the bank needs or capitalize his own policy and have every dollar working harder for him and all of these benefits um, that provide for him for really the rest of his life. Absolutely. So, Teresa, if our listeners want to know more about the financial battleship strategy and how to create their own line of credit, how can they contact us? 
Well, they can give us a call, of course, um, and our telephone number, direct number is 800-382-0830. They can go, go direct to Business Finishing School and just send an email and, uh, you know, Business Finishing School will put you in contact with us. We are the financial strategy provider for our Business Finishing School members. So that's probably the easiest way for someone to get a hold of us, but obviously they can always give us a call. That's awesome. Well, thank you to everyone that is listening today. We appreciate your time and attention. And thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you, Kristen, so much. All right. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care, guys.